Hello and welcome to another episode of the FSA podcast. Do you ever wonder if a deal is going to stay closed or if it might reopen, the person might ghost, cancel, uh, default on payment, etc.? Does that happen when you close a deal? Do you have post-deal anxiety? It's, it's common. It's part of sales. It's every industry, nationwide, um, all around the world. Everybody deals with it if you're in sales. Fitness, though, is a bit more volatile when it comes to cancellations because, generally speaking, people who are overweight, out of shape, unhappy with their life, um, it comes down to a decision-making process. And if that decision-making process has led them to being overweight, feeling the way that they feel, and it carries over into the decisions that they're making to you know, sign up with you to make change, they, there's a really good chance that if they're sold improperly, and I'll tell you what I mean by that, that they're going to back out. So if you've dealt with people backing out uh, in the past, there's a good chance that there's actually something wrong or something that you may be doing wrong in your sales process. So stick around. I'm going to teach you guys how to actually change that or determine if you're even doing it. What happens a lot of time in, in sales is you want it more than they do. And that's an unfortunate thing because at the end of the day, at the end of the call, you'll go on with your life. Everything will be good and kosher. And unfortunately, the same will happen for them. They'll go on with their life and they'll keep experiencing the exact same symptoms and results that they've experienced leading them to that call. And again, that's an unfortunate thing when you're aware of what that actually is, which at this point they should be. So I suppose that the thing that causes people to cancel is when the endorphins settle down, everything comes to like a halt and they're like, oh shit, what did I just do? Did I just do something I've never done? Did I just commit to a certain length of time? And all of these thoughts, am I going to be successful? Did I get scammed? How do I know this is different than anything else I've tried in the past? Because generally speaking, they have at least tried something. All of these thoughts start to flood their system when they get off the phone, especially when it was your idea for them to get started, when you wanted it more the whole time, when you were pulling, 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 you know, trying to get them to take that step and they're just, you know, they're, they're just following your lead. Uh, you know, you were choreographing the whole entire thing and it got them excited and they, they signed up. They may have even paid the first payment. They may have signed the agreement, but we, we all know that doesn't mean a whole lot, does it? I mean, signed agreements, paid invoices, they don't mean a whole lot. Most states have like a, what is it, like a 72-hour um, like cancellation policy for most of these things. And, and a lot more people know about it than, than what you'd expect. So people can throw that around. They can cancel. They can... Um, you know, go back on, on the agreement with, with, without any fault at all. Um, if you want to try collections, good luck. I don't know many people that have successfully gone that route. So when somebody just cancels their card and voids the agreement, like you, there's not a whole lot that you can really do aside from publicly shaming and, and uh, threatening collections. And that sucks. That really sucks because there's a good chance that you probably uh, you spent something, whether it be time or money, to get them onto the call. You spent effort and time to close the call. And then here they are going back on everything that they just agreed to do. And again, that most often is because you wanted it 
more than they did. You were taking and accepting answers that they were giving you at surface level and you weren't digging into it because you were afraid to push back because if you push back, it just might push them in the opposite direction and encourage them to go um, take another step or to not do it at all. And you're so terrified of pushing them away that you don't give any pushback. You don't give... um, you don't stress test, right? The decisions and the answers that they're making. And without that stress testing, you don't know if the answers that you're getting are legit. You don't know if they're truthful. More often than not, they're just saying these things because it's keeping the conversation flowing. And you guys aren't having that difficult conversation where maybe they have to come to terms with the fact that, um, you know, they've made poor decisions leading up to this point. Okay. So stress testing, Nearly every response that you get, not every response, let me be clear, but every response that doesn't sound legitimate, that doesn't sound sincere. So if I said to you guys, um, I'm going to role play with myself here for the sake of this. If I said, Brent, what do you think? Do you want to get started? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) If I just said, yeah. It's like, are you sure? Yeah, I think so. You think so? I'm sensing a little bit of hesitation. Am I off there? So that would be how I would clarify that while going for the no-oriented question. So again, so many salespeople are afraid to have that uh, maybe uncomfortable conversation or to maybe call someone out on uh, their tonality. And people give a lot of information away through how they answer and their their facial expressions, their body language, and of course their tone. So if you're picking up on these things and you're like, mm, that didn't seem legit, but they said yes. I mean, if we look back at the uh, at the transcript, I asked if they wanted to get started. They said yes. I mean, that that should be good enough, right? And again, they're they're kind of acting weird all throughout the transaction portion, right? Which is never f- a comfortable thing, and maybe their phone dies or they hang up or they can't find their card or all of a sudden it's a spouse objection or, oh my gosh, I just forgot I'm running late for this. And you're like, oh, okay, that's awful convenient. Or worse of the worst is they do sign up, they sign everything. Then they text you 30 minutes later and they say, no, there's just no way I can't do this. I'm so sorry. Uh, Can you please refund me? That's the worst. And again, it's because we're accepting surface level answers throughout the conversation. And it's because we're nervous, we're scared to push back. So again, that's where the push-pull buying process comes in. We pull clients in to facilitate a, a, you know, a safe space for them to open up, for them to express how they've been feeling, what they've been dealing with, how long it's been going on, how it's impacting X, Y, and Z areas of their life, their relationships, their work, everything. Those are all part of the pull process. But what a lot of people don't talk about is the push process where we push clients away. We create space so that they have to make a decision. They have to say now is the right time. They have to say that if they don't take action, then nothing will change. Things will get worse and life will not be as ideal or optimal as it could. And this is for all industries, all types of clients. Okay, whether you're dealing with clients who want to lose 30, 50, 100 pounds, or if you're dealing with clients who are trying to lose three more percent body fat to step on stage and win an award, all of it is the same when we talk about the push and pull process. We're just pushing and pulling on different concepts that are important to them. 
okay? So again, I gave several examples of, of what a push would be. Stress testing is taking surface level, uncertain answers uh, that don't feel authentic and just doubling down. Are, are you sure? Hey, listen, I, I'm just sensing uh, a little bit of hesitation. Uh, am I off there or do you have some other things on your mind, right, when it comes to this? Um, all of this comes to the surface because I, I just had a sales call yesterday. It was the first one I didn't close on the call and actually did require a follow-up <clears throat> because, uh, well, in a long time, uh, actually, <laughs> I, I only take a couple of months, but it was the first one this year and we're in, uh, it's August 20th, 2023. So it was the first one this year. We're eight months in. I'm not doing, uh, terribly bad, uh, but, and more to come on that. I'm pretty sure she's going to close tomorrow. I got to think about it, objection. Uh, and she's a physician. She's very type A, very analytical. She doesn't make decisions on the spot. At least that's what she said. I stress tested that. Um, the funniest thing, though, is that I stress tested and I did what everyone is so fearful of. I could pick up on the fact that she wasn't comfortable moving forward, but she was going through the motion. So I said, hey, listen. Is, is there something else on your mind? I, I, I don't want to feel like, you know, I want this more than you. I don't want to feel like this was my idea to bring you in. I want you to come in, right, guns blazing, ready to hit the ground running so that we can lose this weight. Because at the end of the day, the, the, the process, the plan, the, uh, the accountability, everything that I just laid out for you, none of it works if you don't. Okay, none of it. So I, I just want to have 100% confidence and certainty that that won't be the case, that you know, if we do take this step, like you are ready and willing to, to, to commit to this. Is that the case? And she's like, oh, Brent, you know, I'm so excited. I love the plan. I want to do it. I truly do. But it's just, I, and, and I want to make a decision right here, but I just, this is not how I make decisions. Like I have to just take everything give it a night, think about it, and I will get back to you. And of course, I clarified. I offered a reframe. We went back and forth. I went back through the core or through uh, pieces of the presentation that she was unclear on, which helped tremendously. I, I added a lot of context and shed a lot of light on some areas that she, she didn't let, you know, she didn't let me know that she was uncertain of until it came up, which is good. I clarified on the right things. I, um, you know, I checked the boxes where, where it was uh, un, unclear to her that was creating some of that uncertainty. But at the end of the day, I couldn't get her over that line without pulling her. Could I have sold her yesterday? 1,000%. There's zero doubt in my mind that I could have sold her yesterday. There's also zero doubt in my mind that had I sold her yesterday, it would have resulted in a, um, a text, an email, some type of cancellation something because there would have been some buyer's remorse. So feeling confident, and this is this is where I want, uh, I know you guys are probably thinking, oh my God, Brent, he's talking about how he didn't close a deal. He's supposed to be the sales guy, right? That's okay, right? Because I avoided a situation where both of us were going to be frustrated. And if she comes in now, tomorrow, with our follow-up that I set, always set a, a follow-up, if she comes in tomorrow, again, it's going to be for certain. I have 
100% confidence that she's not going to back out. She's not going to be an annoying client. She's not going to find reasons not to do this. Okay. I'm nurturing her in the process. I'm sending her materials. I'm letting her um, ask questions uh, as she needs to. I'm checking all the boxes as we continue to make sure that she makes this convert or that this, this decision with 100% confidence. Okay. So if you can sense that clients are uncomfortable, I'm not telling you to create an objection. I'm not telling you to tell, you know, to, to give them a think about it objection or, but the line that I use is, Hey, listen, you know, if I haven't come to the conclusion that you're 100% certain this is the right move, I can't consciously offer that next step or bring you in under those circumstances. Okay. Because again, I just, I can't tell you with confidence that you'll be successful because people who come in with uncertainty, people who come in that are not convinced that this is the proper and, and, and best next step for them, they typically don't do well. So what do you need to see, feel, hear, and taste on this call to make that decision or have the confidence to make that decision that this is you know, the, the right choice for you? So again, we went back, we went through it all. She got all the information she needed. And TBD, guys, I'll throw this in the email uh, when it comes out as to whether she bought or not, she very well might not. And that's, that's okay too. Uh, because again, uh, I, we don't want flaky clients. We don't want clients who cancel early. We don't want clients who don't get results because they don't put in the work. And being okay with that is uh, a, a really powerful thing in sales. So your, uh, your highs and lows are not so high and low. You're much more neutral as you go through your process. And that's going to help you close more deals with more ideal clients in the long run. So, um, I hope this helps. I hope it gives some context. I don't close at 100%. Um, <laughs> if, if I claim to, I would be a, um, a fraud and I do not want to be a fraud. So I will let you guys know though how this deal wraps up. If you guys have any questions, if you guys have any comments, um, if you guys want us to do a call review, now is the time, my friends. We are doing call reviews more than ever for just the general public, uh, offering lots of insight via Loom videos, something that you can keep and, and review and study long term. Okay. So if you guys find these podcasts helpful, I cannot express to you enough. Uh, and you're going to wonder why I'm saying this, how surface level this actually is. Uh, this is literally just the surface. Um, our inner circle, our, our people who are reaching out and taking initiative are getting much more advanced. Uh, lessons. So I'll leave you guys with that. I hope you guys all had a wonderful weekend and take care.